0: A radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously
1: without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to
0: Table Talk Radio.
1: To see see the face of
0: God is to be destroyed. So God now veils himself. In, in the flesh and blood of Jesus and he uses that, those means
1: namely his flesh and his blood his life and his, and his death he uses those means to save us and when we were baptized at the font with God's name placed upon us in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit with the sign of the cross being placed upon our forehead and our hearts marking as ones redeemed we were adopted as sons of God I think. Whoa, huh? Huh? Huh?
0: Oh. Oh. Are we doing the show now? Is that theme over?
1: Your intellectual hiatus. This is Table Talk Radio.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, wait a minute. Today's a breakout
0: day. Because, you know, I know you woke up thinking to yourself, you know what we need around here is more Lutheran rap stars. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. And so it is How a did breakout you know? day. <laughs> it is a That's breakout creepy. day. I am. <laughs> I know. I read your mind almost, because my um, my new hit single is going
1: to be revealed in today's show. <laughs> oh, we'll look forward to that. In oh, other yeah. news, <laughs> uh, so today we're playing. The, oh, this is your brand new game. Yeah. Uh, put the best construction on it. Yeah.
0: If you like it then you better put the best construction on it. Ooh, do, do. Ha,
1: is da, is that the breakout da, da, that you were just oh, talking yeah. about?
0: Da, da. I'm Beyonce B
1: Oh. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh man I think, I think that's that your... was just slightly funnier in my head, but just barely. <laughs> I mean that is pretty funny. I think that's your favorite song, secretly.
0: If you like it, I that's mean, normally the theme song for our six six commandment update. If we had theme songs for updates, that's what it would be, I'm sure.
1: Uh huh. You also wanted that to be the opening hymn for my ordination service, oh, oh. if I remember right. <laughs> so I think I think this is like your favorite song, the song that can apply to anything. So. <laughs>
0: I forgot about that. Wasn't that gonna be the
1: servant hymn?
0: All the single ladies. All the single ladies.
1: I'm again I was against that if you remember because I'm pra- uh, pragmatic. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was your pragmatism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I didn't want to do it. All right, and yeah. then we're also we had an two organ setting of it. in the news.
0: Ba, 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 ba,
1: ba. <laughs> but first oh. we're gonna get some buzzwords. Do you have a buzzword, Pastor Wolf you know? Yes.
0: Uh, my buzzword for you is Edification. See, see how that fits the theme. Edification means building up. Now, I was going to read a text to you. Ah, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Um, here's a, this is Romans fourteen nineteen. How come this is in the NIV? All right. Excuse me. This is in the NIV. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Right. There you go. Yeah, so so that our uh, our speaking to one another is uh, hopefully for the purpose of building one another up. Now there's this thin line we walk. See, this whole thing I've been thinking about this a little bit because um uh, because there is a kind of a uh, uh, yeah, controv There's a there's something about the internet that attracts controversy, and that could be true for uh, especially for Christians and even for something like our own show. Hey, did you hear that little ding? Nope. That's people commenting on our Facebook page. Anywho, um, it, it, so the internet attack attracts controversy, and tr- true, even as we on our show sit here and try to do a little bit of discernment, it can. Um, there's a thin line between being discerning and being snarky. No, I, I, you probably cross it all the
1: time. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. So anyway, we might get to that to an email if you find the right email. We could probably uh, talk about that. But I have a theological buzzword for you. Yeah. Um, Actually, I have a whole slew of theological buzzwords to get to the. Uh, the, the, the This is from Francis Pieper. You know our buddy. You know our buddy. Oh yeah, Francis Pieper. Frank. Uh, Yeah. Uh, This is so fundamental doctrine is your theological buzzword. Now the reason I have to have a whole slew of of uh, buzzwords to explain this is that. he he basically divides things into three categories, right? You have the fundamental doctrine, the non fundamental doctrine, and then open question. So this is how it works. So that you have teachings in scripture that are essential to one's salvation. You know, uh, grace alone, sal- salvation uh, by, faith, uh, by by grace through faith, a um, uh, 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 Christ alone. You know these, these kinds of things. Uh, that that the God God's word is efficacious. Uh, this this is um, partly a fundamental doctrine. Uh, and then there's uh non fundamental doctrines and he would uh say things like um the doctrine of the Antichrist uh, this is something that's clearly taught in scripture so it's not it's not yet an open question i mean it it's it's taught in scripture, but the doctrine of the Antichrist in of itself does not affect your view of salvation and then he has the open questions, so things that the scriptures do not clearly speak on uh, He gives the example of like um uh, is a person's soul created through uh, is it Created immediately, directly by God, or mediated like through parents, you know, something like that. So that's an open question. Now, I have one more little distinction here. Within the category of fundamental doctrines, he has primary and secondary. And uh, a primary uh, fundamental doctrine would be something like, uh, you know, uh, salvation is through faith alone. And a secondary um, uh, fundamental doctrine would be that which supports the primary. So things like, Uh, salvation through uh, baptism or the Lord's Supper, you know, this kind of thing. Now, this is where uh, Pieper draws this distinction uh, between those who who are inconsistent. What's he call this, the felicitous inconsistency? Yes, yes. Uh, So that even though someone's denial of the secondary fundamental doctrine, if they were to carry that through to its logical conclusion, would deny their primary fundamental doctrine, because they're inconsistent, they're preserved in faith. (laughs) I mean, isn't that great? And yeah. so, uh, uh, this is this, this is where the Calvinists got on you uh, last year when we were talking about this. But but uh, if, if the if the Calvinists hold, really hold to this idea that the uh, the finite can't uh, hold the infinite, then that would by essence also deny the incarnation. Uh, but because the the logic isn't really carried through consistently, uh, faith is preserved. Got it. All right, so that's all to describe the buzzword
0: of fundamental doctrine. So there, so now tell me, so run through it real quick. So you have one fundamental doctrine, then what's the second category and the third category? Non-fundamental doctrine. Non-fundamental, and then open question? Correct. And then open question. And, and then have, under fundamental is primary and secondary. And if the secondary error was followed through, it would, it would cause a primary error, but the felicitous inconsistency sits between the primary and secondary fundamental doctrines.
1: You got it. All right, I'm all I'm all up to track on that now. Okay, so in the next uh, three minutes, do you have an email?
0: Oh, sure.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought do we do I do this. I thought I hinted to you about three times about this.
0: <laughs> I was busy. Uh, I was busy uh, checking our uh, uh, you know our Facebook
1: page, which just got changed from open to closed, <laughs> like your communion practice to my communion practice. <laughs> Uh, I think, I mean, let's see. if, if you Give me a second. I could probably have one, because uh, we had this email uh, from... Hmm. I got this one from Jeff about right. why I left the
0: Lutheran Church. Oh, it's a yes. link. He says, you might find this... Uh, I stumbled across this article, thought you could have some fun with it. Jeff, and then here it's, uh, why I left the Lutheran Church. My experience as a searching teenager, how the Bible became the living word to me, what I discovered in my biblical studies, the reasons why I left the church of my youth. Uh, the Lutheran Church, and so here, this, this is what it is. So, uh, you you want to talk about this? Sure. Uh, um, did you read that that little blog post or whatever it was? A, a little, yeah. I kind of, I read the subtitles. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Does that count? Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere of Lutheranism. Something, by the way, I, just as a little thing, we gotta stop using that word Lutheranism. Now we can't hold this guy who. Thinks who left the Lutheran Church would think that Lutheran the Lutheran Church is a Lutheranism. But for those of us in the thing, it's not an ism, for heaven's sakes. Okay. In this atmosphere of Lutheranism, something amazing and life-changing happened when I was 15 years of age. It was this age, my boyhood, that I opened my Bible and began to read and study and ponder and consider the truth of God for the first time. I asked questions and tried to answer them from God's Word, comparing what I had been taught in my family church with the unerring truth of the Bible. Before this occasion, my contact with the Bible was quite superficial. I owned a New Testament that had given to me for confirmation, but I seldom read it. In the Lutheran Church, the members didn't bring their Bibles, though they generally did carry the Sunday school quarterly. A portion of the Gospel and Epistles was read in Sunday morning service, but at this period of my mid-teens, I was surprised to discover that the Bible is not a dead book, a book for religious leaders alone, and not a religious book meant only for superficial reading or devotional reading of the Psalms. Instead, I came to see that the Bible was the living word of God
1: with answers to all human needs. Hmm. Yeah, well, Do you want to you talk about that? that much, real quick? Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, go ahead. I just say uh, to say it sort of irritates me when someone has a critique against a church, and this would be Lutheran or otherwise, and the critique isn't about the teaching, but its perception, you know? So that uh, sh- should you ask? I mean, if this person would have asked uh, his Lutheran pastor at the time, um, does uh, uh what would what he believe about God's word he would he would have heard uh, oh well, God's word is um you know is efficacious to impart faith to you so you should probably pay attention during the services um but he had the perception for some reason or another that uh, I can just tune out during the service
2: mm,
0: right which is bad
1: uh, here he says, uh, further, I searched the Bible, this
0: is down a bit, I began to question denominational status of the Lutheran church. I learned there were no denominations or sects in the early days of the gospel of Christ. Oh, <laughs> Jesus said that he wouldn't build his church, thus he didn't establish a religious institution, organization, or denomination. I guess he wants to establish a movement or a relationship. That's <laughs> I would just—I concluded I was part of a church that was actually named after its founder, Martin Luther. We were Lutherans, or followers of Luther, regardless how talented it was. I could see how sinful it was to call ourselves this.
1: All right, we'll be right back on Table Talk Radio. Hold me closer, dining day.
0: It's not a radio show, it's a relationship. Stay tuned for more Table Talk Radio.
1: Yeah. There it is, Pastor Rolf Miller's favorite song in the entire world from Beyonce. <laughs> Alright, so this is the play. You, uh, oh I I see you're doing. Better put the best construction on it. That's the name of the game. Uh put the best construction on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh welcome. So, what a,
0: well, welcome to to uh to uh oh I should say something funny right there. I what I welcome to right now. How would you say that in a funny way? Uh, welcome I, to I, the I, present. I, if I were you I probably wouldn't I'm glad try you, I'm glad you caught up. If you like it, then you better put the best construction on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, have the, the best ring. thing is the extra syllables. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember
1: when like you said that was funnier to... in your head? I would go with that.
0: Oh boy! Okay, so explain That's, this. Is, game. I
1: think you just didn't put the best construction on my new
0: breakout <laughs> single.
1: Uh, uh oh! Uh oh! Uh oh, oh! Now so we have this, an eighth commandment. Is this your attempt to uh, to to? Edify Lutheran discourse uh, on the internet. Edificate. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to edificate theological discourse on the internet. Now, this is, uh, well, no, this is, you know, we have this commandment, the Eighth Commandment,
0: which says, uh, you know, you shouldn't, uh, it protects our neighbor's name. And we say, oh, I was going to look at this thing, because this is not under copyright, by the way, because the explanation to the Eighth Commandment, Public in domain. the triglot, in the public, uh, in the free catechism, in the you know public domain catechism, has this: uh, well, we should fear and love God, uh, so they don't do all this bad stuff to our neighbor and his name. And it says, but the it ends like this. This is really quite great. It says, but put the best construction on it. Is that what it says? Yeah. Put the best construction on everything. We should fear and love God that we may not deceitfully belie, betray, slander, or defame our neighbor, but defend him, speak well of him, and put the best construction on everything. Or like I say, if you like it, then you better put the best construction on it. All right. Thank you for that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We should, too bad we don't have the YouTube on. You can show my dance. <sighs> the, the, the that is a shame. fan blowing my hair back. So, you can tell us how to play this game or what? So, now the way we do this is uh, we get a thing like uh, Facebook theology. That's what we'll play it with today. And we'll look at some Facebook theology. And then we will say, uh, now what is the best construction? Because often these things are open for interpretation. What's the best construction? And then we'll throw in what's the worst construction. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we'll say, what is the most likely construction? And then finally, uh, we'll uh, vote on which we should take. So it could be that you know, as we read something, we understand that maybe what they're saying is not what they went to say, meant to say, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so that's what we're gonna do. Awesome. That's the that's the idea.
1: This is the, if you like it, then you better put the best construction on it, game. So best construction, worse construction, likely construction, and what was the fourth one? Uh, I don't know. Or was there a fourth? Uh, one? Then Just we the vote. Three. Then we vote on which is our favorite. Okay.
0: You know, I mean, because it works <laughs> which out. Which is our favorite. <laughs> because... <laughs> sure. Now, <I> it, mean... <laughs> you know, it oftentimes works out that somebody says something, and you're trying to figure out the best construction. And, you, and the thing that that person said is so bad that either they're possessed by a demon or they're an absolute imbecile. And then you've got to try to figure out what the best construction is. That's t- not so now, easy.
1: Are you, are you going to address the fact how uh, many people <laughs> falsely use the Eighth Commandment to say that, uh, that you can't critique or... Uh, yes, or, uh,
0: oh yeah, we need to do that, because there's this Eighth Commandment gambit. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like being uh, Matthew 18 <laughs> You know? You've been Matthew so 18 so, <laughs> so, so Matthew 18 is where Jesus gives instruction for dealing with conflict, and he says, um, you know, if someone sins against you, go to the person and talk to them. And then further, uh, if they don't listen to you, take a couple, two, three uh, folks from the church and talk to them. And if they don't listen to them, then tell it to the church. And if they refuse to repent, then let them be to you as a sinner and tax collector, etc. So that that is what Jesus outlines from Matthew 18, which is good, very good, and we should follow that. But the, the problem is, if someone is a public false teacher, this is how you get Matthew 18 is that Matthew eighteen is to encourage the conversation towards repentance. But when someone Matthew eighteens you, then they use that text to make sure that conversation never happens. <laughs> so huh. so you go and you say, Hey, that pastor over there in um in uh in England Aurora. taught yeah. some false doctrine, and then someone in Oregon says, Well, have you talked
1: to him face to face yet? <laughs> what, <am I> gonna, <laughs> are you kidding me? Not yet. That's ridiculous. The playing hasn't Soon, landed yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's crazy. Okay. So
0: so, yeah, so you get Matthew 18. You can also be eighth commandmented, which means you, uh, you're, you're you kind of shut down any sort of criticism or discerning talk altogether. So, this little game is to try to figure out how we walk the line between, Ooh. between discernment, uh, between, uh, speaking the truth and love and not speaking the truth
1: in hatred or whatever. All right, so I'm ready to play. Let's, let's, let's get some. So you've you demonstrated how to play. I mean, you've uh, told us how to play, but now let's let's play. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, uh, here is a Facebook one. Uh,
0: <laughs> if God shuts a door, stop banging on it. Trust that whatever behind it is not meant for you.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is a tricky game. The best construction might be <laughs> that uh, whoever is saying this is that um, a person who is trying a particular thing um, isn't working out. So he is suggesting that uh, God would have this person pursue other other choices or other avenues, uh, whatever his, this decision is. There is this
0: idea, you know, this, and I'm not sure what I think about this. I don't know, I don't know of a Bible passage that would back it up, but the idea is that, um, you just kind of plug along and the Lord will provide, he, the Lord opens or closes the door. Oh, there's a Bible passage for that. Paul will, uh, talk about how he prays that a door is open for the gospel in, uh, wherever he's going. I think he's going to, he's going over to, to Greece or something. Remember, remember that? Remember what I'm talking about? Sure. You know. What yeah. yeah. Oh, that's in there. Yeah. So that he'd provide a door for them. So that, but what that means is that um, is, uh, what Paul is praying for is that the gospel would have a would be received graciously into wherever he's going. So mm-hmm. particularly, but we have this idea that well, you just kind of go and do whatever you're going to do, and the Lord, if he the Lord doesn't want you to get go there, he'll stop you. He puts up obstacles in front of it of, of you, and so the the Lord is in the business of, um, it's like a. It's like when I s when the kids spill the drink I put my hand there to prevent it from falling over onto their laps, you know? That's the how the Lord does it with our lives. He just he puts up some obstacle to stop the mess. Um I'm not sure we have a am not sure we have a passage for that. But that's the idea that's sitting behind here. So I think you're right on the best construction. Now <laughs> worst construction. All right, read it again. If God shuts a door, stop banging on it. Trust that whatever's
1: behind it is not meant for you. Um well I mean you could you could throw pretty much any ad hominem at this and it, to make it a worse construction so you could say something like oh this person is just um theologically shallow or stupid and and thinks that that God is directing every uh tiny detail in our life and and we have no free will or something like that I mean you could just let it fly I don't know how how would you uh throw the worst construction on this
0: Well, um, yeah, I think there is this sort of determinism, and probably the worst construction, I mean, in other words, God will, he, um, uh, what we do doesn't matter. The the Lord will kind of forcefully have his way on things. But the worst construction would be that this is a, um, this would be against persistence. I mean, Jesus teaches us that when we pray, that we actually do keep banging on the door. Remember that? And he says the guy, he, the guy has a visitor who comes, and he doesn't have any bread for him, so he goes to his neighbor, and he bangs on the door and asks for bread. And the neighbor says, I'm, not gonna, I'm all tucked in here. I'm not getting out of And he says he won't get out of bed for, because you're his neighbor, but he will get out just because you keep banging on the door. <laughs> hmm. So Jesus says, knock, and the door will be open to you. And this little thing here says, um, stop knocking on the door. <laughs> hmm. You pray once, it doesn't happen. And quit it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the likely, the likely yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not likely. In fact, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that the, the amount of thought that went into this thing. Wait a minute. That's right there. That little snarky comment is an example of not putting the best. <laughs> in. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Case in okay. Okay. Likely. Um. The the, the See, uh, there is this kind of um um uh, kind of wisdomless wisdom that just floats around the internet uh, it, wisdomless uh you, wisdom. You, it's just kind of uh it's just cliche that would be wisdomless wisdom things mm. that sound nice but don't really and i suspect that this is one of these things Thank so you. so someone is frustrated and so to bring encouragement to that frustrated person you say look if the door's closed then that's probably what god meant you you got to come to grips with it mm which is i guess fine i mean it's probably like a ninth and tenth commandment thing you need to be content where you are with what's happening
1: okay uh after this commercial break let's try to get what? A, We're few, done already? a few more uh, entries if to this like game.
0: It, better. I'll bump us out. Don't worry. <laughs> if no, you no, like no, it's it, then okay. you better put the best construction on it. During
1: this commercial break, visit our website at tabletalkradio.org. We have a uh, list of articles, uh, including uh, uh, the uh, all-famous uh, Prey Song Cruncher. We also have on our website org the merchandise shop, which is... Um, the rage of that everything t- everyone's talking about, uh, you know, your Table Talk Radio T-shirts and doggy dishes and travel mugs and, and anything you'd, you'd ever want with um uh, two, Travel mugs? Two ugly theologians, right there on the on the on, on your merchandise. Yeah. That's at tabletalkradio.org dot org, along with a uh, uh, archive of our podcast. So you are listening to Table Talk Radio. We are playing the game. Put the best construction on it, and we're going to play more of this when we get back on Table Talk Radio. Don't go away during this break.
2: When you worry, you make it double Don't worry Be happy Don't worry Be happy Don't worry Be happy oh, 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 oh,
1: oh, Don't worry Be happy
0: People talk radio It's like spinach We know you don't want to, but it's good for you.
1: Be walking around a zoo with the sun shining down over me and you, and there'll be love in the bodies of the elephants. Turn I'll put my hands over your eyes, but you'll peek
0: through and there'll be sun, sun, sun.
1: Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. We are trying to put the best construction on it. And uh how's that going, Pastor Wolf? Oh yeah, good. So far, huge success. All I'll right. tell you, I can just feel it. I can just feel it in my heart
0: that our listenership is basically doubled. I feel it And that everyone's listening is a lot happier.
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah. All right, give us another oh, one. Oh, oh yeah. Wait a minute. Are you ready for another one already? All right, here. This is the one, by the way, go that caused all of the controversy. Did our listeners hear you sneeze or are they are they hearing you blow your nose? You sound... <laughs> Just wondered that was nice
1: the proof <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows what you're talking about
0: <laughs> the pr- this is the this is the, the post that po- that started all the thing here uh this is it says like this: the proof of our love for God is our obedience to the commands of God. I wasn't listening say that again the have pr- you gotta listen to this one okay. the proof of our love for God is our obedience to the commands of God.
1: Okay. okay. Our proof for for our love for God yes. is our obedience. Yes. I I'm I'm on board with this. So the best the best construction here, you're on board with what? The game finally? <laughs> or this or this uh this uh Facebook uh, this one. Energy. Yeah, yeah, the Facebook thing. This is why. Uh but okay, well the best construction is the way that I'm going to take it here. Yep. Is what <laughs> um, where Jesus says, "If you love me, you'll keep my commandments." Yes. So uh, uh, th- this this then would show us this this is a revelation of our failure in the first commandment that we do not fear, love, and trust in God above all things. And the proof is, you know, we always talk about how much we love God, but the proof is, uh, well, do you keep keep His commandments? And if we're going to be honest, the answer is no. I don't keep the commandments. I don't love God, my whole heart, mind, soul, and strength, and I don't love my neighbor as myself. Uh, so I think that's the best construction. The, yeah, but
0: if that's what it was saying, then it would say the proof of our lack of love for God is our lack of obedience to the commands of
1: God. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I, I mean, you can let that statement stand as a true and say, well, look, there's no, there is no proof. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. uh, the the proof that I'm an MBA star is that I can dunk. I can't dunk. Ergo, I'm not an NBA star. Ergo. I'm just just trying to help you out here. Yeah, that's right. Ergo. Now, that would be the best construction. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm tracking. Um, Why don't you take the worst construction? I don't like all this negativity. I'll just pass it off to you. (laughs) That's why you're you're off of Facebook. You're you're better at the uh, worst construction Have you gotten your single friend
0: Facebook page set up yet? (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> Evan soon will have a Facebook page, but he will not friend you because he's only going to get on there to have one friend. One particular person he wants to be friends with. All right. <laughs> so you're going to hurt everybody's feeling. Uh-huh. Although if you you will be able to see all the fantastic conversation on our Table Talk Radio Facebook page. Oh, yeah, wanna, that's what yep. it
1: was. I was going to have one friend and then be a member of of Table Talk Radio group. Group, yeah.
0: Now, the worst construction would be something like this: The proof of our love for God is the obedience to the commands of God that this comes out of the Christianity that is popular in our day, which is basically all law. Now, you know I'll put another best construction picture on it, and that could be this. It could be that what they're fighting against in this sort of thing is a kind of antinomianism that says uh, i'm going to prove or maybe even mysticism i'm going to prove my love for God by my feelings, by my closeness to God, or by my Doing whatever I want to prove that um, that I can do whatever I want, uh, so I'm going to abuse my freedom in Christ to uh, have a lack of love for my neighbor. It could be fighting against that. It could it could though also be coming out of this kind of Christianity where the only thing that matters is the law. Uh, there is no there is no talk of gospel at all. And with this kind of Christianity is the assumption that we that we um, That we can, by our own efforts, obey God's law and therefore prove our love for him. So, um, and that this becomes the main thing. Uh, Our proving God's love for, our proving our love for God becomes the main thing. See what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. So this could be a a proof of pietism where the certainty of our Christianity, where Christianity is reduced to law and the certainty of our Christianity is our obedience. Now that could be the worst construction on this thing yeah I think <laughs> now do you, now do you see how this works so we have the yeah. we have the best construction which actually says that it's true and true doctrine, and the worst construction that says that it's false and false doctrine, and we're looking at the same words because right you you see how that's interesting there
1: yeah I do, and unfortunately, I think the the likely construction here is what you articulate is the worst this idea of pietism.
0: Right. Um, I think I think that's probably true that this is the likely construction. But
1: now here is the real question
0: is that we have the command of God to put the best construction on it. So how would you do that? So some so a friend of yours on Facebook, your your singular Facebook <laughs> friend puts this up on their uh on their thing on their Facebook thing there and now you My are singular looking friend at it would never do that. The <laughs> <laughs> Then you, then now, how do you? What do you? What do you say? Maybe so. Here's a fr- so here's a friend, and they say, and and uh, and now it's not like um, there's a ton of particularly thoughtful and careful conversation happening on Facebook. I mean, there might be some on our Table Talk Radio page, but that's unique on the internet. Anyhow, well, yeah, I how think... would you say? You could say something like, "Hey, I I um I saw your post, and I think you're right. Jesus says if you love me, you'll keep your commandments." But you also want to be careful that, um, uh, or you might say, but this could be easily understood that the main thing in
1: Christianity is our love for God rather than God's love for us. Right. Yeah. No, I think that's right. Um, so so you start with the the hope of the best construction. Yep. And uh, and and then you ask a you know another question or to start a conversation to find out. Um. What what more can be said about this to to reveal more about what what construction this person is really really has?
0: Right, right. Or you can let the you you even let the best construction have its way with you, like you did to say, "Hey, the proof of our love for God." And then you could say, "Yeah," and I th- I think that what that means is it proves that I don't love God like I should, and see where it goes from there. You know, huh, if they'll yeah. if they'll let the law be a preaching of the law, hmm. you know, etc. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it is true, by the way. You know, there's apparently some big sanctification fight happening out there amongst the Lutherans. You Have mentioned you that last time on or Table
1: that? Talk Radio.
0: Yeah, I keep hearing—it's like I, I'm hearing shells uh, fired from a distance, <laughs> you know? It's, I'm not on the front lines of this thing, but I kind of know what's going on. And this is— What, so you can't
1: should, access those web pages or what? Well, I, I mean, if it's on just, the Internet, I mean, why is it—
0: <laughs> I mean, I could guess I could if I was particularly interested. <laughs> you're, someone you're just who would, above it. S- Somewhat— no, someone's. I'm not above it. I'm below <laughs> it. Someone could probably very easily tempt me into the thick of it if, uh, if I had time. I mean, I, mean, I am busy uh, writing an article about co- the coexist bumper sticker. That for the sounds journal. interesting. <laughs> Punk. Uh, that's coming out here in the summer. I'm looking but forward. I'm thing, looking forward to
1: reading that for a Oh I yeah, that'd be great. That be
0: now you have to say that we do the the the. Christian does do good works in obedience to God's commandment by the uh, the motivation of the gospel and the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, I don't know why that's so complicated. So we do in some way. Uh, well, the reason it's complicated. It,
1: the reason it's complicated to put the best construction on it. <laughs> uh, if you like it, then you better. Because put the best construction on it. because uh, I mean, it's the same thing. Um, we're constantly being bombarded by. Other theological views that say that the point of the Christian life is growth and good works, and so um, Lutheran theology wants to steer clear of that because um, that doesn 't give comfort to the soul because if 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 my if the entire point of my life is to have growth and good works and um, it you 're given law to do so, which is oftentimes uh, what it amounts to um, you you end up either in pride or despair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so so the the Lutheran theologian wants to come along and say, "Hey, look, uh, our view of sanctification is different, and that everything rests upon justification." Um, and I think that the 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 tendency, the temptation, is to remove then um, all obedience um, out of the equation. Um, certainly, we can say that the new man, the new creation, is is a uh, uh, obedience has a has a has a uh, a will to do the will of the Lord. Um, however, that that is never apart from our sinful flesh. So, long gospel, I guess, is, is how we deal with that. Yeah, I guess so. So, we have about a minute here. Do you want to try and? Uh, I think we better better head out to a break, huh? Oh, do you? do yeah, entertain yeah. us with a, a funny joke or something like that in the next minute?
0: Oh, man, I because I got all these Facebook things I want to look at. Here's uh, here, here. We could uh, do. We have to do something else on the other side of the break, or can we? Keep well, we are going to play Ten Commandments, but we can do another round of this and then do. Alright, how about this one? Christians are like glow sticks. In order to
1: shine they must be broken. <laughs> All right. Let's hit that one after the break. <laughs> Christians are like glow sticks. They must uh in order to shine they must be broken. Mm-hmm. Uh we're gonna throw that through this uh game, put the best construction on it. And uh if only we had Beyonce to do you think we could get Beyonce on the show to, to, oh, yeah, to, yeah. to you know, kind of cover her own song. No doubt. I'm gonna just check if she's a she's on our Facebook fan page. She probably is, she's probably on there somewhere. Who knows? Maybe she's my singular Facebook friend. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. We'll be right back playing more of Put the Best Construction on It. And If you uh, like it, then you better put the best construction on it. <laughs> um, so this is where we put the best construction on it, the worst construction on it. Then we talk about the likely construction on it. Here, again, listening to Table Talk Radio, check out our website, tabletalkradio.org, or give us a call one eight hundred three eight five 385 sola 1-800-385-7652. We'll be right back on Table Talk
2: Radio.
0: Table Talk Radio. After a while, you just get
1: used to it 10 commandments because god loves us 10 commandments and here they are what don't fool yourself there's only one god 10 commandments because welcome back god to table talk radio last round of put the best construction on it and then 10 commandments you got to get the, in name the right for
0: heaven's sakes
1: if you like it, then you better put the best construction on it. I thought that was just the extended version for Beyonce.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe so. If you like, where did it, it go? I I lost now. I lost the news story. What did it say?
1: Better uh, the news story or the the glow stick? No, I mean thing? The, the the
0: thing. Yeah. What
1: uh, yeah. If, uh, if Christians want to glow, you gotta break. Oh it. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember. I remember now. Totally what it is. The glow stick theology. Christians are like glow sticks. To glow, they must be to shine. They must first be
1: broken. Okay, so part of the, I mean, the best construction on this um, certainly has to do with the the brokenness of the Christian. So I I think that I think that much uh, is right, and we can agree with um, that. Um, that th- this is this is in part the theology of the cross that uh, Christians. Um, uh, they must be brought low. Uh, that is, we must be brought to repentance. We must sh- show be shown that we're sinners and in, in entirely in, in need of God. The difficulty with the best construction is the first part um, that that Christians being like glow sticks, because the the point really isn't so that that we would that we would shine. Uh, the the point is that we would look to Jesus who shines, so to speak. Um, so, if you can take that further on the uh, best construction, I'll I'd be interested to hear it. <laughs> uh yeah the how would the how would you do the worst
0: the construction i mean the worst i wonder if silliness counts as just the work worst construction remember that remember that praise song we were crunching jesus is better than football mm-hmm. remember that mm-hmm. how did you did we forget how long we've been doing this nonsense Two thousand and eight. yeah cool I talked to someone, by the way, who told me that they've listened to every single episode of this. Ugh. Why? They told me that in the nursing home.
1: Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> 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 <What> came first. They're
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like forty years old and going into nursing care. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, so there's that uh, that football sort of thing, and that's this kind of has this sort of thing. Christians are like glow sticks. It'd be like you know, Christians are like. Uh, we remote controls or christians are like i don't know anyway there is something on the best construction you know that where i mean the lord does work through suffering um and so you do have and, and and oh by the way so this also this business of repentance so we have scriptures like this a broken and contrite heart O god you shall not despise did you say that yeah, yeah that's what i thought you said so um but I don't know. It might be just kinda silly. I, I suspect would be the worst construction. Yeah. So. Alright, so what's likely? Uh the likely is the likely construction is this is how most of these memes get up on Facebook and someone says, Hey, I have something cute to say, so I'm gonna say it. Ah, is that what this was?
1: Yeah. Okay. This is all these Facebook theologies. That's yeah. how they go. Well but I got something cute to say. So when we were playing Facebook theology, I always thought we were playing like uh, from people's status updates, but this from the from the memes and things as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. People put up the. You don't. You don't I don't have really no care. idea. I don't really care. Okay. You, you ready no awesome to play tickmams
0: the news? The various layers. <laughs> Facebook is like an onion. <laughs> it smells. Fa- Facebook is like an ogre. Wait a
1: minute. If ogres. Yeah, I'm ready. Parfaits have layers. (laughs) All right. Here's your newsletter for Ten Commandments in the News.
2: A former PE teacher at an Ohio Catholic school is fighting to get her job back after being fired. Carla Hale worked at Bishop Waterson High School for 19 years. The termination came after she published her partner's name in her mother's obituary back in February. A parent wrote an anonymous letter to the Roman Catholic Diocese of Columbus saying they were surprised a parochial school would employ someone who contradicted the beliefs of the church. Hell told NBC she had no problem putting her partner Julie's name in her mother's obituary.
0: I told Julie what I had done. She
2: instantly questioned me and she said, are you sure you want to do this? The Columbus Diocese has not publicly commented to any news outlet, but has given a statement that said, the Catholic Church respects the fundamental dignity of all persons, but also must insist those in its employ respect the tenets of the church. After help from supporters proved to be unsuccessful outrageous. in getting Hale reinstated, she hired attorney Tom Toodle. He called the firing process unfair and selective in this interview with WCMH.
1: So why does the church uh, pick and choose as if they're at a buffet?
2: Hale's lawyer says Catholic educators aren't being fired for getting a divorce. Using birth control, or having extramarital affairs. But on the other side of the coin, WBNS reports the diocese did not fire her because of her sexual orientation. The Columbus Catholic Diocese is making it clear it did not fire a gym teacher because she's gay. It fired her because she publicized her sexual preference. Hale's firing has generated a lot of controversy. Students for the school took to the streets in front of the Columbus Diocese to protest her termination. They argue the church should be more accepting
0: some of their signs quoted scripture some talked about love and equality it, it didn't matter to any of us at the school it, she was a great person so it none of that mattered because she
1: loved all of us
2: Parents are sticking up for hell, too. One student's father was kicked out of a fundraiser dinner Sunday night after confronting the bishop about the matter. He told WSYX he was removed with so much force he had to go to the ER. Carla Hell says she doesn't want money or fame. She just wants to get her job back and has vowed to keep fighting. For Newsy, I'm Jasmine Bailey. Multiple sources, a broader view.
1: All right, so uh, there you go. I want to point out something. Yes. Um, Point away. The, the the reason this story is so interesting to me um, is because of uh, because I just recently found out how the Lutheran Church differs from the Catholic Church on its view of its view of homosexuality. Do you know about oh, this? No. Okay. I just I I was uh, visiting with my uh, Roman Catholic priest friend, and he asked me what the Lutheran view was, and and I said, well, it's it's a, it's a sin. You know, homosexuality is a sin, and he says. Um, even the, even the attraction or, or, or being homosexual is sinful, and I said yes, and in Roman Catholic theology, um, the, uh, it 's not a sin to yet just be homosexual but to act upon those things Yes right and, uh, and, and, and I think we can step back and say the, the reason that you would have this distinction is because the law must always be doable. Right, right. right. So, so, yes, so, see, they deny cu-
0: concupiscence
1: is an actual
0: sin. Right, right. So that just the desire, yeah.
1: So this is why they would say she was not fired just because she's gay, but because she publicized um, yeah. her her sexual orientation.
0: Yeah, how interesting. Yeah.
1: So uh, now I now I think this I, you bring in a whole other slew of problems because if you're going to say that it would be possible then for a person to— um, to be gay, but that 's not in of itself sinful and, and I asked my friend I said, Well you know, how would you take that with, with jesus words if you even lust uh, upon a woman that then you' you 're sitting in your heart and he said, Well, uh, we would certainly make the distinction I think we Lutherans would too that that the just plain attraction of the opposite sex isn 't yet sinful it 's the lusting of the opposite sex, uh, and so they would make the same case for the for the homosexual. Um I, I I have I'm born with this attraction that yet isn't sin, but the lusting after is. Um now the the reason I think this brings another whole slew of problems is that you then would have to concede if, if your if that position is true, you'd have to concede that that um God created um people to be to be gay, to be homosexual. Um which would mean that uh homosexuality is not a result of the fall, and then, then God has made us in his image that God himself uh, would depict himself in some sort of a homosexual fashion, right? I mean, we, we could say that God uh, depicts himself in a heterosexual fashion, that is, when he describes um, Christ and his bride, the Church, right? Yes. You see where I'm going with this? So that yes. now uh, you have a problem with saying that, okay, it's, it's um, nothing sinful in of itself to, to be a homosexual. Um, therefore, that changes the in, entire theology of the imago dei. Whoa. What do you think about that line of that's reasoning?
0: In, that's intense. Yeah. I mean, it It follows, though. I think you're right. Huh. Interesting huh. stuff. Indeed. Well, yeah, because, I mean, um, it is, I mean, it is, a, and, and not only, I mean, um, because this matters now pastorally and very, very practically, too. Mm-hmm because someone comes to you with a particular temptation and how how is that then addressed if um, if it can't yet be a sin until it's acted upon then you have mm-hmm. nothing to do except for say hey don't act on it and now you are in a um,
1: you're in a posture of stifling really right yeah which is dangerous. because you're right right and that was the discussion that I had with my friend too because uh, you know in seminary his Professor said, "You know hey, look, you just have to tell them that that they have been given a life of celibacy I mean th- because they certainly can't act upon it you know mm-hmm. um whereas whereas we can come along and say um well this this attraction that you have, you know we don't even necessarily have to say, oh, well, you you know this is all your choice. We can say, hey, look, this attraction you have is a result of of um of sin of original sin and um and this is something that we repent of right um uh, I mean, certainly uh, uh, we all have particular, uh, particular tendencies or inclinations to particular sins as a result of the fall, and we don't uh, accept them saying, well, this is, this is how I was created. We say, look, um, this is what God's Word says, uh, so therefore this is a sin, and I repent. Right. So ten commandments in this? Uh, yeah, there's probably a
0: handful of commandments in there. I'd say the, uh, the sixth commandment, I'm just going to guess, uh, has something to do with this. Uh, you shall not commit adultery. <laughs> That's there somewhere. Seventh Commandment is in there. I just want my job back. Eighth Commandment is in there, but what I really want is this to be all over the news. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, is probably not putting the best construction on it. <laughs> Good thing we have this new game for my own sake. Huh. Uh, and then you have Fourth Commandment, you, um, which is to, um, the, that this has gone to court. Uh, That's Eighth Commandment. This is so the government gets involved. The Third Commandment has to do with doctrine. as a Catholic
1: church and school. Um, Now, when you said the government gets involved, did you mean that's Fourth Commandment? Yeah, I did mean that's Fourth. What did I say? Eighth. Eighth and Fourth.
0: Government getting involved in the court, Eighth and Fourth. And um, Third Commandment gets in there, too. And probably, well, that's, that's probably a good list.
1: That is a pretty healthy list. Of course, the the always assumed first commandment.
0: Yes, that's right. right.
1: You break any of them, you break the... And then there is a a
0: peculiar level of discontent in this whole conversation as well.
1: Coveting your neighbor's
0: spouse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, I want to be married too.
1: Tenth commandment. All right, that's it for us on Table Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio.
0: Where the points are like putting the best construction on Calvin's institutes. (laughs) You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.